Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. It's Monday, July 25th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. Buying vintage is popular, but items more than 40 years old could be coated in lead paint. Children are especially vulnerable to poisoning from playing with antique toys because they put their hands in their mouths so often. Lead has to be um, inhaled or ingested. And so um, children are certainly more susceptible to lead poisoning because their bodies are growing. It takes um, less lead to, to poison their bodies. We'll have that story in just a few minutes. There is new information from the Census Bureau backing up the belief that most who live in the St. Louis region likely grew up in the area. St. Louis Public Radio's Eric Schmidt reports. The nationwide data set examines where U.S. residents born between 1984 and 1992 were living when they were 16 years old and then again a decade later. The data for St. Louis show about three in four people who grew up in the region were still living there by the time they were 26. This is the same for other Midwestern cities like Chicago and Cleveland. People who were 16 in St. Louis but didn't remain there largely moved to other parts of Missouri and Illinois or traveled to major cities like Denver, Los Angeles, or New York. The data reinforced trends in other census data showing the St. Louis population largely holding steady. I'm Eric Schmid, St. Louis Public Radio. More than 2,500 workers at St. Louis area Boeing facilities are set to strike August 1st. Union members have voted to take the action, rejecting a contract offer from the company. That proposal includes raises and bonuses, but union leaders say it's unfair and does not adequately protect retirees. Boeing says it's disappointed by the vote and is activating a contingency plan to maintain production in the event of a strike. The job action would affect Boeing facilities in St. Charles County, St. Louis County, and Mascouda, Illinois. U.S. Senate hopeful Eric Schmidt is receiving some high-level backup. Texas Senator Ted Cruz was in the region over the weekend to support Schmidt's campaign. St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum reports on how the visit comes as Missouri's attorney general is facing increased attacks on his record in the state Senate. Cruz rallied a large crowd at a St. Charles County banquet hall Saturday for Schmidt's Senate candidacy. I support the most conservative candidate who can win. Schmidt is rising in public opinion polls and has robust financial support, but he's facing increased attacks from his GOP opponents over his state Senate record, particularly how he pushed for increased trade with China at St. Louis Lambert International Airport. Schmidt brushed off the criticism after Cruz's speech. I'm going to continue to fight for an America first agenda for American jobs, energy dominance. Missouri's GOP Senate primary is on August 2nd. I'm Jason Rosenbaum, St. Louis Public Radio. Two key members of the St. Louis Cardinals will miss this week's trip to Canada because they are not vaccinated against COVID-19. Paul Goldschmidt and Nolan Arenado cannot travel to Toronto for two games against the Blue Jays. COVID-19 vaccinations are required to enter Canada. Catcher Austin Romine also will miss the trip after his decision not to get the shots. The players will not be paid for the games they miss. The XFL is returning to St. Louis next year. St. Louis Public Radio's Jonathan All reports the Upstart Football League has confirmed the eight teams that will kick off in February. 2023 will be the third attempt for the XFL to become an established league. 
The second version had a promising start, especially in St. Louis, but the season was canceled just five games in because of the coronavirus pandemic. Former NFL tight end Anthony Becht will be the head coach. He says he's excited to bring football back to St. Louis. Have a great time, build this brand, and build a great team. So to me, that's, that's the vision and what I see for my team and the league. The XFL team will play in the Dome at America Center. While the XFL has named its first eight teams, they did not give specific team names. It's unclear if the St. Louis team will play as the Battle Hawks as they did in 2020. I'm Jonathan All, St. Louis Public Radio. Vintage furniture and other items more than 40 years old may be coated with lead paint, and their sale is not monitored or regulated. Many new items may not be lead-free either. There is regulation on those, but cheap products can fall through the cracks. The Midwest Newsroom's Niara Savage reports. At an antique store in downtown St. Charles, Missouri, shoppers are trickling in to snag deals on vintage toys, furniture, and dishes. Hi. It's a scene repeated at thousands of stores and flea markets across the United States. 37-year-old Jennifer Popard found a vintage military-style trunk at a Michigan flea market in the 1990s. Then a teenager, she used it to store her CDs. She didn't know the green paint coating the trunk contained lead. Popard held onto the trunk for years. Around 2014, her child, Wallace, started using the trunk in a new way. That's when Popard noticed Wallace's motor skills were delayed. And had eating and feeding issues. Uh, at 18, 19 months old, was finally pulling the stand and would pull the stand at that trunk and turn around and run to me. And that is around when I noticed the numbers going up. The numbers Popard saw go up were Wallace's blood lead levels. Wallace got regular testing for lead through the Women, Infants, and Children's Program, or WIC. In 2014, Wallace's 18-month lead check came back at 5.3 micrograms per deciliter. That's higher than the Centers for Disease Control's blood lead reference value of 5 micrograms per deciliter at the time. The CDC lowered that threshold to 3.5 in October 2021. There is no safe children's blood lead level, but a 3.5 means a child's blood level is in the highest 2.5%. Popard used a home lead test to swab items in her home and identify the culprit. And I tested the trunk, and that was positive. Like, immediately, bright red on the swab, and I was like, oh, okay, we found the source. We found a source. Dr. Candace Fisher-McLean is a professor with the University of Missouri Extension and coordinator for the National Healthy Homes Partnership. She says children are especially vulnerable to lead poisoning from vintage items around the house because kids put their hands in their mouths a lot. Lead has to be um, inhaled or ingested. And so um, children are certainly more susceptible to lead poisoning because their bodies are growing. It takes um, less lead to to poison their bodies. McLean says it's best to err on the side of caution. As a good rule of thumb, don't purchase vintage toys for your children to play with. Um, Just because our safety standards have, you know, become much more stringent over the years. And you just don't know what, what is in those vintage items. Antique items aren't the only lead hazards consumers face. New products can also contain the toxin. Campaign for Healthier Solutions is a nonprofit organization aimed at reducing the amount of toxic chemicals like lead and other heavy metals in items from dollar stores. 
Its 2022 product screening report found that more than half of the 100 items purchased at discount stores contained toxic chemicals, including lead. Unlike antique and secondhand items, new items can't contain lead-based paint because of federal regulations. But the organization's national coordinator, Jose Bravo, says that's not enough. Most often than not, people would say, well, yeah, you know, the EPA or the Food and Drug Administration or somebody is safeguarding our health when it comes to that. That's not the reality. Lead is still allowed in plastics, according to the CDC. Campaign for Healthier Solutions wants stores to demand that manufacturers produce products without lead. Lead is such an easy lift for stores or or retailers to go upstream to their suppliers and say, guess what? No lead is safe lead, right? These days, mom Jennifer Popard avoids vintage items and feels safer using products made after the 1990s. And she's also cautious about new products that might contain lead. Reporting with Samantha Horton, I'm Niara Savage for the Midwest Newsroom. That report is from the Missouri Independent and the Midwest Newsroom. They are investigating levels of lead in children. The Gateway is a production of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. Have a great day. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.